Welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about judging your kids for what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. Oh, howdy. I'm here with my friend EJ. And I'm here with my friend Matt. <laughs> Hello. I felt like today's a wacky day. Today we get to be wacky, EJ. Permit permission to whack. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna have to say permission denied there, Matt. Uh, no but, <laughs> you know, we're no budding today in this episode. No budding. Today is a sort of follow up. Here's the thing: we've learned some structural things about this show, and mm-hmm. in the in the way back, we did an episode about the book. Cowboy and Octopus right. by John Sheska, which was a fun book. But uh, what we learned in that episode was a single picture book does not <laughs> a half hour podcast make. Uh, it and, was, and then we followed it up with several people with who you know several authors. Yes, of exactly. Books and illustrators. That's how we we learned. That's now how we approach this. <laughs> exactly. So we decided we needed to return to John Sheska and give him his due. Uh, of doing a bunch of his books. So we read Math Curse. Uh, we read Smash and Crash from the Trucktown series. We oh, read, yeah. uh, let's get into the actual classics that maybe people our age remember. The True mm-hmm. Story of the Three Little Pigs. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Frog mm-hmm. Prince Continued. And uh, The Venerable Stinky Cheese Man and other, what is it, Fairly Stupid Tales. That's correct. Uh, and then we also read a newer one I'd never checked out called uh, The Dada Mother Goose. So, uh, <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot <laughs> wait to talk about that. It is, that is insane. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing about John Sheska is he, he seems like he writes like a man who just does not care <laughs> what you think. About. He's all about output, right? It's right. It's just like, look, this is my funny idea. You can laugh yeah, or like not. I, I listened to the Peter H. Reynolds episode of our podcast today, just doing a little QA, a little quality check oh, yeah. on that. But d- in my listen of it, uh, we talk a lot about just like, just do your art. You oh, know? sure. Like, who cares, yeah, right? Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of just do your art. It's and true. boy, John Sheska, he just kind of <laughs> does his art. <laughs> he huh. lives it. Yeah, he lives that yeah. mantra. Yeah, these books are all the. I would say the main theme of his most famous books are he just likes to write parody, right? He likes to write parody yeah. of well-known children's classics, the Three Little Pigs, the Frog Prince Continued, all the stuff in Stinky Cheese Man, Dada Mother Goose. All of these are literally just parody stuff. Um, and if anything, it is his best stuff. I mean, pr- that's probably fair to say. You and I, I think, both bounced a little bit off Math Curse. I think Math Curse is funny to read out loud. But it's quite long and the same joke for pretty much all of it. So it, it, it wore on me a little bit. However, that being said, again, if I was reading it out loud to a kid, I think it's a lot of fun because it's just the story of this kid who is cursed by recognizing that everything can be a math equation and he's yeah, just running math. around counting everything. Yeah. You just can't stop counting. And it's it's funny. It's a good it's a good ride. I actually took a class in college that was this sort of like math thinking. It was called quantitative reasoning. Oh yeah. Um, and it's essentially, uh, it was a good class for English majors. It's essentially what quantitative reasoning is, is 
trying to make sense of numbers. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not they make the sense. craziest thing about this class, there was not a wrong answer. Oh yeah, it was insane. So like the entire class, it would be like it'd be like yeah, you know, you have like a eighty like eighty people today went to the bridge, and a hundred people went to tomorrow uh, went to the bridge the next day. Like what percentage increases that? What percentage? You know. It was all about percentage increases. It was all about yeah. that kind of stuff. That's what math curse kind of reminds right. me of, which is this like, Numerology. like how do you quantify <laughs> the thing that, yeah. And so it's just, it's, it's a bunch of multiple choice questions. I'm sure it'd be fun for like maybe, uh, you know, an 11 to 13 yeah. year old. Yeah. Um, which is it's, weird because it's, it's a still little a picture book, the, right? It's like, yeah. it's like a big picture book, which puts it in a really odd territory, I think. Well, now, you know, but then I look at all the other books and I think, you know, that it's really not even outside the realm of the yeah. age range that we're yeah, looking at. These are true. like picture books for that. That's age true. Range. And and I mean, you and I both probably did. I mean, did exactly yeah, from that. Like I 10 mean, to 12. Grew yeah. up. I thought stinky in in up until junior high. I thought stinky well, cheese man was like the funniest book I'd ever read in my entire life. I, I up until today, I think that stinky <laughs> cheese man is the funniest book I've ever read in my entire life. So you shut up yeah yeah <laughs> uh well so another one uh his newer kind of fares is this truck town series which we only yeah. read one of the truck towns but there's oh, a bunch of them truck town dude truck town rules unequivocally <laughs> rules i am all for truck town truck town is just a bunch of cars it's just a, it's just a book for kids who are into cars right but it is, I don't know, it's just absurdist. It's a very basic so, children's book. But this one in particular is just these two cars that are like, hey, Joe, I don't remember their names, but it's like, hey, Joe, you want to smash? I want to smash. You want to crash? Let's crash. And crash. they just rage out on every page <laughs> and they're just bothering everybody else. Like every single person they, or every other truck they come across is just like, what are you two doing? And they're like, what are we doing? Tell them all about it. Smash and smash, crash. crash. Smash, smash and crash. And crash. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Top to bottom, my favorite um it, like my favorite for this age range because mm -hmm. john jessica mostly like we just said writes for like a nine to twelve age sure. range probably yeah this is like definitely for five-year-olds yeah 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 and it rules right. like so funny like 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 it's so high octane the entire book there's not a single page of this entire book where you're like oh that was kind of boring yeah. no no like it's two trucks they're smashing and crashing yeah. things and I can't tell if they're helping or hurting. Sure. Like, no, I honestly can't tell if they're helping or hurting and they don't even know until yeah. the very end when they're, they're getting chased. And crashing. Yeah. They're getting chased by this giant wrecking ball yeah. lady the entire time. And she's like, you two come here. And they're like running away from her. And then like at the end, she's like, no, I just want you to smash and crash. I want to smash and crash. <laughs> And that's the end of the book. That's they just it. had a good time smashing and crashing. And so I good. love Truck Town. Truck yep. Town, I, I want to read more Truck Town. Absolutely, now. yeah. Uh, and I think you're going to have... You know what sucks is Nora just turned six mm -hmm. yesterday. That, not that that's terrible. No, that like, sucks, EJ. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> um, but she's starting to leave this age range. Yeah, um, right. You know, and, and somebody had said the other day, they were like, you know, when you turn... It's weird when t kids turn six, they like start acting like children. Yeah, yeah. Like, like okay. actual adolescence, yeah. you know, and I noticed it right away. Like today, she was like, "Oh, Dad, I'm six now. I'm not a baby." Mm -hmm. like, and you're just like, "Oh no, you're right, you're right." You're so you're not. what you're but, telling me right now is Nora doesn't mm -hmm. want to smash and crash. No, uh, probably not a smash crash. Maybe that's you know, a shame. maybe we can unlock the smash crash <laughs> inside of her, but I don't know. I don't really know. So, yeah, I I love it. It's stupid. 
like simple fun, but it's it's yeah, a absolutely. it's a good time. The art is is fun and goofy, but uh, all of the rest of this stuff is sort of the quintessential John Sheska, I would say. Uh, yeah. which is also uh, what all of it. Well, all but one of it is collaborations with Lane Smith. Uh, which is a, a children's book illustrator and Lane Smith's wife, Molly Leach, uh, where they put together these parodies of all these things. Um, and these are the ones that, yeah, EJ and I grew up with. Let's start with Stinky Cheese Man because it's just the one. That, it's just the one, isn't it? Uh, Stinky Cheese Man and other fairly stupid tales is basically a collection of uh, old classic nursery fairy rhymes, tales. fairy yeah. tales, that uh, not only is it, I mean, they're they're almost not even parodies. They're like half parodies because most of them, the joke is that like, and then it ended. The story was over. Whatever, move on. Like so many yeah, of them like, what you, is just like, what are you still and, doing and then the here? table of contents fell on top of their head. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very structural book. That's the whole idea of it too. Is it's like there's a narrator trying to tell you the story, but the narrator's also trying to like avoid characters inside the book, and he's using the structure of the book against the other characters. And it's like, hey, I've put the end page up here so that that giant will stop chasing me, so that he thinks the book is over. And it's just like this whole playful thing that i i just remember as a kid reading over and over and over again i didn't remember it like this really i did not remember this book like this i right when i opened the first page i was like it like i mean maybe it, it unlocked a memory in me i should say mm -hmm. it's probably more accurate where i realized oh this is what this book was which is yeah yeah kind of like a frame story slash uh -huh. like fourth wall breaking uh there's like these long there's these like really weird uh design choices mm -hmm. where like uh there will be pages where like the text gets like is like really large and then gets like really really small at yes, the very bottom right right um you know there's all sorts of just really interesting design choices but it's really about jack who is part of jack and the beanstalk mm -hmm. that's his fairy tale yep. and then and then this chicken who is just like chasing him around the entire right book. right and he's trying to avoid the chicken but at the same time avoid the giant and <laughs> then the stinky cheese man story happens the way i remember this book was i thought it just led just with was the stinky, stinky cheese, cheese man. man right yeah and i remember that part of the story being longer than it was mm -hmm. and it's just not that like none of the stories in this little book they're a bunch of little vignettes yeah Essentially, and the, if anything, the stinky cheese man is like the least funny one. It's just the funniest word oh, to yeah. say. The stinky cheese man is funny, but it's just like it just is the gingerbread man story yeah. that they end a little bit even faster than the nor like with less of a moral yep. than the gingerbread story. But like, uh, there's no morals in John Sheska's. Yeah, book. absolutely. I mean, not. there's in none yeah. of his books are there are there. Well, I I say that, and then we're gonna talk about dot mother. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, uh, I I will too. I'll relate this back as well to um. The Three Pigs by David Weissner, which is yeah. also, a, it's funny, we're, I think we've learned a little bit more at least about the Caldecott people, which is like, if you can twist one of these stories in a weird framework way, they love it. Because this is also, Stinky Cheese Man well, is a Caldecott winner, and it's doing essentially the same thing as The Three Pigs. Well, yeah, but the caveat is that Caldecott isn't for the book; it's for the illustrations. the illustrations, right? Which is, I mean, heavily. I mean, but, but well, you're right. let's the, talk about Lane but, Smith for a second because this is what this episode should be about. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the <laughs> illustrations of Lane Smith, and and honestly, in especially in Stinky Cheese Man's 
uh, Molly Leach is doing the graphic design work, which yeah. is like so a both huge part oh, of massive. this one. It's it is it's a <laughs> structurally right. important. Lane Smith's artwork. Here's here's something I'll describe about Lane Smith's artwork because another one of these books is the Frog Prince Continued, which is like the Frog Prince, the kiss of the frog, happily ever after, and then it kicks off from there this is where this story starts which is like what does happily ever after mean these two hate each other this is a husband and wife that just can't stand each other and so the frog prince goes on a journey to try to become a frog again because he wants to get away from his wife it tells a weird story because in the end they decide to get together again uh, and they're happy just inexplicably they're just happy again which is you know what good for them but here's something I want to describe about the frog prince continued because I either owned this book as a kid or it was like in my library or something I I read this book all the time but this one makes me deeply uncomfortable the Uh art the art and frog prince continued is i would describe as gross it is a gross book it's unsettling here's here's my way of framing it here's my uh uh, rude way to put it (laughs) it makes i think when i look at every single character in the frog prince continued I imagine they have poop in their underwear. They've pooped their yeah. pants. That's how it feels. Okay, when you look at their face, you're like, yeah. you, you're hiding the fact that you have poop in your <laughs> pants right now, you weird little freak. Like, that's this, that's how everybody in Frog Prince continues, seems. Yeah, this book does not spark joy. Um, <laughs> it, it does. I picked this book up, and I could... I can feel the weight of, of what I'm about to read. Uh, I was it, just... I mean, just looking at the cover of this one, I would say you kind of should should have known better, right? To, <laughs> right. Um, you kind of you kind of get it right away. Like even though the co- cover is kind of like unassuming, yeah, you still open that first page and you you should get out right away. It's <laughs> there's some there's some weird stuff going on. I don't know one. if it's funny. And, I don't that's know the if the it's only good. one Lane Smith didn't illustrate right oh is it not yeah so it was painted by steve johnson oh well dang okay then i I was almost throwing shade at lane smith but there you go steve johnson that makes more okay cool well regardless that's the i don't know similar art style it is that's the thing is i i was tricked into thinking i i can understand how it's different now though when i when i look at the the images of it but i i would say uh it i cannot decide if i like it or not like i think Mm. i i think i actively dislike it but like as a kid it's like a train wreck as a kid i couldn't right i like, always looking i couldn't it. stop yeah. reading it and i don't know what that is there's something weird about it yeah i don't know why you kept picking this one up that man I, I have after the image of the nasty drippy apple yeah. that image that's is gross. burned deep into the recesses of my brain that's that's oh, how no. it works for me <laughs> yeah that's pretty disgusting uh frog prince continued though i think is um you know an interesting concept it, what's interesting about the Frog Prince Continued is it's the second of Sheska's picture books. So mm. it, the true story of the Three Little Pigs was the first one mm-hmm. that he released in 1989. And then it was the Frog Prince Continued. And if you look at those two, it, it's like kind of a natural pro- progression yeah, to yeah. what his third book was, which was the Stinky Cheese right, Man. Right. So, yeah, looking at those two books, you 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 understand that there's like this concept of parody that he yeah. wants to go for. He's playing with it. And then he, he mm-hmm. really like unlocks a secret in his mind during stinky cheese, man. Yeah. True story of three little pigs is similar to frog prince was just, which is just like a minor inversion on the classic story. Tale. Right. It's the, and, it's from the wolf's point of view. Yeah. Right? It's just from the wolf's point of view. And it's, and it's like an unreliable narrator kind of thing where it's yeah. like the wolf is telling you, this isn't how oh, it went no, down, right? but you're like, mm, 
Did you read it with an English accent? Because I did. I did. That's so funny. <laughs> That's, that. <laughs> I wonder if he in, if he intended that because yeah. he like the the uh, the wolf looks very proper in uh-huh. uh, in the book. And so whenever he's like, oh yes, I've I've gone to the I've gone to the first pig's house, and oh, I had a bad sneeze. I had an, a, just a terrible just sneeze. Terrible. Yeah. And so he like sneezes the house down. He's like, ah, but then the pig was already dead, you see. So I had to eat him. Like, can't that's just the leave whole... a dead pig sitting there. Right, right. You got to take care of it. Yeah, right. I I think True Story of the Three Little Pigs is all right. I remember reading it quite a bit as well as a kid. Uh, but I I like your point of this. Just feels like sort of a. All of these things just feel like setups for Stinky Cheese Man, and yes. then a career-long setup for Dada Mother Goose. Uh, <laughs> okay. I I don't know what to think about Dada Mother Goose. I think it is like hilarious, but also like it's a thick. It's such a thick book because it's like we're just going to iterate on this idea over and over and over and over again, and it. I think it it definitely wears out its welcome. But also, yeah. that's the point. That's like, what it's I love about it. It's completely okay yes. that it does that. And it's like recognizing that. And by the, the end, it's like, you book. should do it. Did do more. Did you read the back of the yes, book? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh back it, explains Dadaism and like yeah. just was like, listen, this whole the whole exercise we're doing here is just play in the space, baby. Just hang out with me and figure out what you want it to say. Uh, let's, let's better explain the concept. Dada Mother Goose is each, uh, I'll call it a chapter, takes a classic yep. uh, Mother Goose story and, and just gives it to you straight here it is yep jack mm-hmm. and jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water whatever and then the next page is just like some sort of freaky inversion some of them are painfully simple and it's just like we just replaced the last yeah, we just we did a rhyme words. we just yeah, we just yeah. did new rhymes we used a, th- a thesaurus yeah, for this one exactly but... and then they start just doing like pig latin and it's just and they just iterate i mean they'll do like per mother goose story they'll just do it like eight times in a weird different way and some of them are like super illustration based where it's like let's play really play with it so that it feels more like a stinky cheese man kind of structural reworking but some of them are just that thesaurus thing or whatever and and the artwork is a very sort of um uh terry gilliam sort of thing where it's like taking the original drawings but then like messing them up in a bunch of different ways like cutting them out and twisting them around and adding illustrations on top of them and yeah i mean it's like a it's like a 60 page children's book of nothing but mother goose tales over and over and over and over and over again old old mother hubbard is one i want to yeah specifically talk about because uh there's a few things that that mr sheska has decided um first off each chapter does lead off with the actual like part of the nursery you get the framing device which is Mm -hmm. nice because i don't know maybe not every kid actually even knows these oh (laughs) that's that's an incredibly good decision especially (laughs) because i mean that's like the best decision he's made in this book which is just just here's my framework and then let's play with it yeah um old mother hubbard uh i'll just read aloud to you here uh, really quick. There's a couple I want to read from Old Mother Hubbard. First uh-huh. off, he has one. It's a comic strip. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Here it is in Jabberwocky. <laughs> Old Mother Jabber went to the clabber to get her from jub a gove. But when she got waved, the clabber was grave and the from jub had dove. And then that is such a joke. Like that is that yeah. is so many. And I then mean, in the back, he has to explain what the Jabberwocky is right. in case you don't know. Like right, that is the best. I, that's C.S. the one I Lewis, sent you a picture of, and it was like this is the best book we've read. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you sent me a picture of another one, which is another, like another inversion. I have no clue. Here's the thing about the next thing I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Every single one of these, like, kind of uh, inversions. Yeah. Has like a has like a title. Yes. Um, this falls under the Hubbard variations. Yes. But it's on <laughs> Hubbard its own variations. Page. The Hubbard variations. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so he wrote this. Uh, Young Dr. Fabertory went to the laboratory <laughs> to refit her latest robot with a new, faster, and larger memory. But when she got there, the laboratory had vanished. And so Dr. Fabertory and her robot were left to ponder, one, the possibility of this world being nothing but a game played by a more developed consciousness, and two, the resulting essential meaningless of a life as we know it. And underneath this, it says 78 out of 100. Uh-huh. As, as if this he is, got he did graded 100. for it. Oh, yeah, graded. I read it as, because I think some of the others had have numbers in there. I, I, I read it as he actually wrote 100 variations of Old Mother Hubbard, and this was just number 78 out of 100. That, that's that's another interpretation. I feel like it's like something that he got graded for. Yeah, yeah. And it's just wow. like, yeah, 78. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's incredible. If there is one John Sheska book that I definitely know you've never heard of, yeah, that you should definitely go pick up off the shelf. Uh, it's this a tr- this treasury of complete nonsense, is what it says on the front. Yeah. Uh, it's the real Dada Mother Goose, uh, illustrated. This one also illustrated by Julia Rothman. Mm. Um, yeah, and you can tell it's not the same as uh, yeah, of as course. Lane it's, it's got quite I mean, Lane book. Smith. Let's talk about him. Yeah, I want to talk about him more. What it, what an iconic style. Absolutely. It's it's incredible because I was like I was just going to say he has such a James and the Giant Peach style. Oh yeah. And then I and then I realized that he actually did the 1996 edition cover of that book. Oh. Which I wonder if that's inspired it's the like anime. literally like, when where did that the movie, movie come out. Wow. Like if that movie came out after 1996 then then Lane Smith it came literally out in 1996. It came so out. So he he literally inspired, I think, the James and, and the Giant Peach like animation. Interesting. Like he'd have to, right? If his if his style is, do, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's wild. I mean, it's it's almost like the exact same in the movie, right? Like as this 1996 yeah. edition of James and the Giant right. Peach, not the original cover, but, right? But the stuff that he did. That's and interesting. So, like it was so weird that I thought I was like, oh yeah, it's very James and the Giant Peach, and then sure enough, I'm yeah. looking on his Wikipedia like, no, page. Seriously, he, no, it's exactly that's that. him. <laughs> and so it, it's James and the Giant Peach is him, is what it is, and that's that's like crazy to think about. Yeah. So like when you talk about somebody who's had like a major, like if you want to talk about having such a unique style, um, yeah. I mean, I I don't know where else you would go except for Lane Smith. Now he's yeah. only had Caldecott honors. I don't think he's ever. won a caldecott mm. um yeah he, he only had an honor for okay. C- stinky cheese man gotcha uh and for grandpa green i see um, that's right but yeah, unfortunately yeah, yeah. he's never actually like won one and i gotta say he's got to be the best illustrator to never win to not win or at least things. the most iconic yeah. right yeah i mean these these th- this stuff is especially for our generation like this is just such a thing i mean it's I, ingrained I, had to, in us. I remember this one too john paul george and ben his, his mm-hmm. history book about john hancock paul revere george yeah. washington and ben franklin but like framed as a beatles story like i don't know yeah. these people are doing brilliant stuff like beyond my my grasp uh i i, I really love them and it's just like lane smith is like like the andy warhol of <laughs> illustrate like yeah of children's yeah, yeah. illustrations <laughs> from this time period like right. he really is like he's really some artist like the yeah yeah, he's like yeah, yeah, he's the popular 
art. I mean, this, this, these were popular books. They weren't yeah. like, this isn't like some indie stuff we're talking right. about. Right. Like it's every person I knew in my grade read the stinky cheese man yeah. at the very least, or For the true sure. stories of the three little pigs. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's ingrained in all of us now where <laughs> this person who, you know, you may not have thought about in that like high regard when you were a kid, like, yeah. Illustrators kind of got the shaft, you know. This right. episode is called John Cheska. Yeah, yeah, and we're not. It's not the Lane Smith episode. Right. Look at what we just did to right. the guy. Hey, I'll follow up too. He illustrated. I'm reading this from Wikipedia. Illustrated yep. one of Roald Dahl's James and the Giant and was conceptual designer for the 1996 Disney movie adaptation. He contributed conceptual designs for Disney and Pixar's Monster Incorporated. Wow. And the film adaptation of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So this is just like, this is the 2000s kid, like, artist. This is yeah. this is the definitive artist of the 2000s children's stuff, I feel like. Uh, yeah, I, I'm blown away by that. And you're right, I do see that now. But it's, uh, that's, I mean, he, he's he's incredible. I just don't want his due to be lost. Yep. Uh, just to John Shaska. I think the whole trio of them. I mean, yeah. we're talking John Shaska, Lane Smith, Molly Leach. Yeah. All three of them. I mean, one of the best creative trios right. in children's literature of all time. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, how are you going to pick a better three? I mean, yeah. Lemony Snicket, Brett Hel- Helquist, and, and Beatrice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a good pull. Man, speaking of, just, a, just as a side topic, I just I sent you a picture today. I just mm-hmm. found out that Lemony Snicket wrote a children's book with John Classen as the yeah, illustrator. We, we talked about it. Did in the we? I don't remember that at, at all. Or maybe I talked about it before, but I definitely saw it. Um, yeah. But yeah, when you sent it to me today, I didn't expect it to look the way it did. Yeah. So it's called uh, the dark, and it's like a yeah. Kid. So I, I'm I mean, just gonna I I have it with me today after uh, coming home from story time, and we're gonna we're gonna check that out. There's also another Lemony Snicket uh, story called the Lotka who couldn't stop screaming. <laughs> It's a it's a children's <laughs> Christmas picture book about oh, a Latka no. who's trying to like not get eaten or something, and he just can't stop screaming. And that's the funniest title <laughs> I have ever heard for a picture book. I've got Lemony Snicket on the mind because uh, EJ uh, next week you and I are diving back in. We've agreed to do the next set of series of unfortunate events. We're going to do Miserable Mill, the Austere Academy, and the Airzats Elevator. So it's time to do the next of three. Uh, Big, big, big episode next week. Oh, I'm very excited for that. And those are those episodes where we're, those are the no restraint episodes. We're just going to go <laughs> and see how long we can, we can mm-hmm. go because, mm-hmm. um, there's, and there's, I'll, I'll tell you this right now, dear listener, uh, there's a lot going yeah. on. I'm there's the a lot more one. to do in these books yeah. now. Yeah. After yeah, these absolutely. three, we can't do three at a time or without having two hours. No, 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 no. Like, and, and I'm going to definitely speak to, you know, how these books are structured, like how the series is structured yeah. and, and all that. So I, I'm really, really, really excited because um, two of my, uh, I mean, these were two of my least favorite, uh, Miserable Mill and Austere Academy oh, when I was younger. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really didn't like cl- click to them. Yeah. Ursatz um, was always one of my favorites. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, we'll talk about that one also. But um, yeah, but. Uh, this time around, I'm having I'm having a, I'm having a good time. I want I want to know what Lemony Snicket was thinking. Yeah. when he wrote the Miserable Mill, because that thing that thing is a is is off the rails. Like 
that that book is an outlier in the series. I've I've realized, and uh, yeah, I'm just super stoked yeah, to talk about those three books with you. Well, thank everyone for uh, joining us this week. Uh, EJ, you've got the you're the one with the books in front of you. I think we need a poem to go out on, and I just feel like we need a Dada Mother Goose just to just to finish this up. You can flip to whatever random page you want, or or find us a good one. But I think I think we need a Dada Mother Goose. The real Dada Mother Goose uh, poem here to to go out on. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky, like a slice of cherry pie, like a rug hung out to dry, like a humming tsetse fly, like a smoking dragon sigh, like a red and white striped tie, like a stick poked in your eye, like angels we have heard on high, like fractions you must simplify. Like a jazz bebop hi-fi. Like a dream, I'll tell you why. Like Bombay, now called Mumbai. Like a gentle lullaby. Like a glass to magnify. Like a door's electric eye. Like the country Uruguay. Like those dumplings called shumai. Like that old sweet by and by. Like a fox quite on twins called Gemini like your socks hung up to drip dry like when I just say bye bye like the giants fifo fi like the threat to do or die like some kid you terrify <laughs> like a rhyme that's gone awry like a scream oh me oh my twinkle twinkle little star please know more of what you are <laughs> I'm sorry, but like Bombay now called Mumbai is the funniest <laughs> it's so thing good. in that whole book. <laughs> <laughs>